everyone and welcome to my life. Um, my name is Julia and I'm the host of this podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest. Her name is Sophie. She is, can I call you a fitness influencer? Yeah, sure. She is a fitness influencer and um, I'm gonna let you give a little introduction of yourself and whatever you wanna say, and then we'll get started. Yes, hi everybody, I'm Sophie. My Instagram is Sophie Dolce. And I have been, I think I've had my page for a year and a half now. So I basically just post daily workouts on my page. I try to give motivation, some inspiration. I preach a lot about body positivity and being very kind to yourself. Um, and just really just treating yourself like someone that you love. So just trying to help somebody, even one person would make me the happiest person in the world. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I love to do. And I'd say it's about it. Let me give you like a little background on the podcast and everything. So I started this podcast when I was like at a very, very low place in my life. And I was just doing it as like a video diary, not video, audio diary. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to post it. No one's going to listen. So I'm just going to say whatever. And so I was sharing stuff that like I've never told anyone because no one was going to listen. And then one day I was like, you know what? Like, let me just get out of my own way and upload it. And so I did. And I've been getting like really good feedback. So it's been it's been nice to know that my trauma in a way can help other people and that um I'm making a difference even if it's like one person so yeah that's been really nice so what I wanted to start off saying is so I know that you work a full-time job and you also do Instagram so how has that been for you like how because I just started my nine to five career so I, everything is just new to me it's hard to find balance and even like finding time to work out and working and setting boundaries in the workplace so how has that like been for you yeah that is honestly one of the most asked questions that I get <laughs> um corporate world or just really working any job and doing social media it is a very difficult thing to do because when you have a full-time job, especially if you're in the corporate world, you're gonna face burnout. There's even at that point, not enough hours in the day. And I've been in the corporate world for four years now and I've had my platform for a year and a half and I still feel like I'm in a learning process and it's gonna take a long dang time to get used to this, but I do have to say a lot of it comes down to time management. Mm -hmm. So for me, I get up really, really early. So between like 4.45 or 5.30 usually every day. And then you just have to plan out every day or every single part of it. So all the first part of my day, those couple, you know, hours before I start work, and that's going to be my social media time. So I will be going on TikTok and finding the trends I want to do, start to make some of those TikToks and get them ready to post for the day. I will post my workout on Instagram. Um, If I'm working on a YouTube video, I'll also do my editing at that point. I will also do my morning routine if I have time, but lately social media and then my work really just has to take the the front and everything else takes the back burner sometimes. Um, But I think everything in moderation is kind of my, my key lately. So when it comes to the corporate world, you obviously have to do your job. You have to work the X amount of hours that you need to. But for me, I had a really hard time setting boundaries, especially with work from home. Me too. So I'd start really early. I, yeah, I would not take a lunch break. So I would literally be scarfing down Eating my in my computer. Exactly. Exactly. But, which, you know what? I still do sometimes, but I really try not to. Um, and then after work, I would work super late, which Thursdays, like every single day this week, including today, I will have to work later. But um, it's really just what you make a priority will work 
honestly. So when I first started my Instagram, I was like, okay, I'm not going to have any time to dedicate to this. It's going to be really, really difficult. My job is so time consuming. I'm in sales and it's just, you are constantly against the clock. And so my biggest advice, the thing that helped me is if I don't have like a schedule that I'm following every half hour to an hour, every single day, I'm going to get stuck in my emails. I'm going to get stuck on social media and I'm just not going to get my things done. So I'm kind of a psycho and I literally block off when I'm going to wake up, have my breakfast, do my morning routine, do my Instagram, TikTok, everything, and all of my work stuff as well, all on one calendar. So every single day I'll plan everything out. Um, I think everybody operates differently, so that might not work for everyone. But when you are doing two different things that are basically full-time jobs in themselves, you'll be working overtime because I don't think a lot of people realize how time consuming it is to have a side hustle. Um, and B it's gonna be really fun because when you're working a full-time job, you need some sort of an outlet, at least in my opinion, you do, or else you are just going to be so burned out. Um, so find an outlet, if that's social media, if that's having your podcast, whatever it's going to be is, is kind of key for me, but it's going to be a lot of long days. It's going to be a lot of hard work. Um, but you just really got to prioritize your days and be like super organized, I would say. Because even for me, like, I just started, I started, like, last April, but, like, that was when everything was a secret. So I really started, like, I want to say, like, May, June, and I recently was like, you know what, like, I actually want to dedicate my time into this, so I made up uh, Instagram, and I've been, like, posting on the Instagram, and it takes so long to just come up with, like, stuff to, to post or even, like, episode ideas and plan things out. And it's, like, it's just so hard because, like, your work takes up so much of your energy that by the time it's, like, time to clock out, you're, like, I'm so tired. I don't even want to, like, work on this. I don't even want to do it. But you kind of just have to, like, sit there and push yourself because this is what brings you joy. It might not, like, at least for me, like, it doesn't bring in money, but it's what brings me joy. So that's why I keep doing it. And then every time I do it, it does make me happy. So I just have to, like, keep going with that. Yeah, you know, something that I kind of realized is <clears throat> I will go through waves sometimes. Like, social media has become my outlet. Like, mm-hmm. helping people, <clears throat> being there for others, being a good support system, that's what makes me happy. But don't get me wrong, there are moments where it is so overwhelming. And then I get so burned out and overwhelmed by managing both that sometimes I'm just like, this feels like a chore. Like, posting on Instagram feels like a chore. Going to the gym feels like a chore. And then once I start to get to that point, that's when I actually take a step back and I take a break. Because not everyone can be going 100% every single day for so many hours all the time. And so that's the advice I usually say, whether it's with your social media, just with the gym, with your side hustle. Like, if you need a break, take a break. And and then once you have that break, if it's like a week or even just a couple days, once you come back, you're going to be like so excited and so much more motivated and inspired because you have a chance to just clear your brain a little bit and just relax a little bit. And then you can really jump back into it full throttle. So that's something I would say too. Yeah. And I feel like with that, like me specifically, I'm the type of person that I'm trying to get out of that, but I go like full on, like I just give a hundred percent to like literally everything. And then I get so tired that I'm like, okay, now I'm not going to do anything. So it's like all in or nothing. And it's hard to like find that balance in between especially with like my mental health like I feel like in in the beginning when I started working there were no boundaries I didn't know what boundaries to set I didn't even know what I was doing I was just like I'm just gonna I just want to be a good employee like I want people to like me like my work so I was literally sacrificing everything but work 
and it got to a point where like my alarm would ring and I'd want to like sit in my room and cry like I'd clock out and be so anxious because I'd have to wake up the next day and do it all over again the weekends couldn't even Mm -hmm. enjoy it because I was just thinking about work and so it's just like finding balance with everything and so I also wanted to know like how you prioritize your mental health you said you like give yourself breaks but how do you know that you're getting to that point it's just like when it's not becoming that enjoyable for you anymore yeah I would say if I ever get to a point where I feel like I think the biggest way that I'll tell is if I feel so stressed out and burnt out that when I'm like talking my stories or if I'm crafting a caption, if I feel like I'm not being me and it just Mm -hmm. feels so forced, that's when I'm like, okay, we got to take a step back because I always want to be my authentic self. But if I'm not, Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be portraying like a different person that I am or pretending that I'm happy if I'm not. And so a being fully transparent is super important. And also when it comes to your audience and who you're supporting and who's following your journey, you need to make sure that like you're showing the real sides, you know? And I think that everyone can appreciate you saying, you know, I feel so burnt out. I feel really stressed. I don't feel like me right now. And I think the best thing for me is to just take a step back. It's best for all of us. Cause then I can really come back and be there for you guys. Um, but I really feel like everyone can resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not working in the corporate world or they don't have, you know, their own social media that they're running or anything, everyone gets burnout from whatever they're doing, in my opinion, unless if it's like a really small part of their life. So yeah, I I would honestly say whenever I just feel like my mental health is taking a decline and I just kind of lose that motivation, that spark, and I'm just not feeling like me, that's usually when I, I know. And I will say your content is like a breath of fresh air. Like every time I see your face pop up on my stories, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. I sit down and I watch it (laughs) and I'm like, you you have such a, like a, a good energy to you that whenever I watch anything, any story or any reels that you post it's just it just makes me so happy so honestly whatever you're doing oh. is working so you right? <laughs> well you know what honestly you know what's helped a lot and I feel like a lo- so I didn't do this in the beginning of having social media mm-hmm. I would basically do my workout first thing in the morning which now I do lunch workouts mm-hmm. to break up my work which is like so much better for my mental health um, just take a break from the desk. But I used to do it first thing in the morning. I would get home, scramble to get my content together, post it as quickly as I could, then try to get to my work. And it was just, it felt like I was constantly playing catch up. Mm-hmm. And I just, I literally could not get anything done in the day. So now what I do is like every workout that I post, that is from the previous day. Mm-hmm. So all the content that I'm posting is from that previous day. And so what I'll do is I'll go to the gym on my lunch break. I'll get everything filmed. Oh. I don't have to worry about posting anything. It will download all the content. Oh, did I lose you? No, no, it went black for a second, but now it's back. I just can't see you, but I can hear you. You can? Okay. Um, but I will basically download all the content the night before, and then I'll have it all ready to go. So I will put it all on Instagram in a draft, write out my caption before I go to bed, and then I'll just wake up and I'll post it. Okay. And it makes my day so much easier. So planning your content and having it prepped the day before is super, super helpful. And also, I want to I want to switch gears to how the beginning of your like Instagram journey was for you, because at least for me, like you've actually inspired me to do uh, lunch break workouts, which I've been doing, and it's it actually helps a lot because I feel like I I can mm-hmm. get a break for me, and then it's also like it's not the end of the day where I don't have any any energy and I'm like oh my gosh now I have to go and do this workout. And so that's actually been very helpful. But one thing I've been doing, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
one thing I've been doing is um, I've been recording my workouts and just like posting them on TikTok just because it's fun. And so how, but I get like this little voice in my head being like, oh my gosh, don't do it. This is weird. People are going to think you're weird. Um, no one's going to watch it. So I wonder if you had the same thing. And if you did, how did you just overcome that? Or like, is it still such a big factor for you? Yeah, you know, so I'll tackle filming first and I can talk about when I first started my page. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to filming, I honestly encourage everybody to, whether you're going to post it or not. I think it's really important to film yourself so you can look at your form. Mm-hmm. Unless if you've got a mirror in front of you and next to you during every single workout that you're doing, it's important to look back and make sure you're doing your form correctly. And if you want to post it, freaking post it, you know, I think now is the era of being a content creator. Mm-hmm. And that one thing that you post might be the thing that makes you the next big content creator, you know, and exactly. you could be helping more people than you realize, even if it's something that feels like a dumb post. Um, so to me, filming. So when I was in San Diego, we just moved back to Northern California mm-hmm. uh, two months ago, I think. When I was in San Diego, that gym there was a lot of influencers. Most people were my age. So filming was like much more normal. And I did have a gym buddy that would do it for me. And that kind of took the pressure off of just doing it by myself, which can feel really uncomfortable. And you feel like everyone's watching you. So there it was a lot easier. But then once we moved here, I joined a new gym. It's still, there's still people my age, but there is a lot of like an older crowd. Um, and also the equipment is like super close together. So Mm. when I'm filming, my tripod and camera is going to be basically on somebody else's equipment for a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So with it being a little bit of a different crowd, a lot of people judge. So Mm -hmm. even today, for example, when I went to go film, I remember even actually my first day at this gym, I literally felt like all the eyes were on me and I would look up and I would be getting like weird looks and don't get me wrong. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I feel so awkward. I feel like what if I don't look muscular enough to be filming myself, you know, like shouldn't I be like, you know, jacked or something. And I just, I kept getting in my head. And I think everybody does, even if you've been, you know, filming yourself and posting for a really long time. And so for me, I just kind of have to snap myself out of it and be like, who cares? I don't know who any of these people are. I'm probably never going to see them again. And if I do, I'm filming to try and help other people. That's what my goal is. For all they know, I could be doing it to check out my form, you know? And I also think too, like when I walk into the gym, even before I started, you know, influencing, I never looked at anybody else and really cared what they were wearing, the workouts they were doing, how many reps they were doing, if they were filming themselves, I didn't care. So I think if someone else is judging, that's their problem. So you do what you want to do and it will feel uncomfortable, but you do get more comfy doing it, you know, gives you a boost of confidence. That's what I've been telling myself too. I've just been like, you know what, if you want to do it, just do it because now is not the time because if you just stop there and think about what everyone's gonna say what everyone's gonna think you're literally never gonna do anything and so oh my gosh i saw i saw a reel today i think it was kevin hart that was talking but he was literally just saying like if if you are saying that anyone else is getting in your way of xyz goal dreamer passion whatever it might be you're incorrect Mm -hmm. the only person that's getting in your way is you And like, Mm -hmm. that's so true. Like, it's just the stupid voice in our heads and us being worried about judgment. Like you asked that when I first started my page, I was terrified. (laughs) I remember when I was first posting, I would see the people would like share my posts or my stories. And I was like, oh, someone's sending this to a group chat and they are totally making fun of me. And 
how embarrassing. And even to this day, I'll see the shares and I'll be like, I hope someone is sharing this because they want to try my workout, not because they're like making fun of me. But I think everyone has those concerns. Like you want to, I don't think there's a person out there that doesn't want to be loved by everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of hurts when you think that someone's not going to like who you are as a person or what you're doing. But A, accepting the fact that not everyone's going to love you and moving on from that. And B, knowing that if someone's going to make fun of you, you are a level and plus 10 above them because you are doing something to try and help others or to better yourself. And if someone else wants to make fun of you for that, then F off. I know. I'm not going to cuss, but you know. (laughs) You can. I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, that's what I've been telling myself too, because I like for so long, I've gotten in my own way of like, there's stuff that I want to do, but I don't do it because of, oh, what, what are other people going to think? What are they going to say? Especially people that I know and that know me. But now, but now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. If they want to make fun of me, it's fine. At least I'm doing it. I'm enjoying it. I'm doing something that I want to do and I'm making myself proud. I'm not getting in my own way anymore. Yep. And I think too, you know, going like scrolling through TikTok, if any of my TikToks end up getting to a large audience, I'll look at my notifications and I'll be like, there's so many people on this app and there's Mm -hmm. so many people, almost all of them, when I click to their profiles, they're posting content too. Yeah. And the cool thing is, I feel like right now we're totally in this stage of life and in the world where it's just normal to do this stuff. And I feel like the judgments, although they're still there, it's a little bit lower, I would say, Mm -hmm. just because everyone has this dream of being like, oh my gosh, if I could just make a living off of being me and sharing my life, you know, how cool would that be? And so in my eyes, I feel like if there is judgment going on, it's usually because they're just wishing that they had the guts to do it too. That's what I think too. I think people judge stuff because I I think this way because I feel like I've done it. Like if I see someone sometimes like doing something that I want to do, there's a little bit of judgment in me. And then I stop myself and I'm like, no, they're fine. You're the problem because you want to do that, but you don't have the guts to do it. So go out and do it instead of Mm -hmm. just judging this person. And so I think that's what like a lot of people get in the habit of doing too, but they just don't realize that they're judging because that's what they want. Right. Exactly. And it's just crazy. Yeah, jealousy is, it's something that exists in all of us, you Mm -hmm. know? We we can always say, I'm not a jealous person, but, like, coming down to it, everybody is. Like, I'll see other content creators that are growing really quickly, and I'm like, dang it, you know? I know. Like, I I want to do that. Like, why are they growing? And I'm like, you know what? Everyone does this at their own pace. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone has their own kids, and it's just a part of life. But you do have to snap yourself out of it and be like, stop it. We're not going to be mean. Exactly. But, yeah, I guess. And now what I've been doing is, because sometimes, like, when you're a little bit unhappy or things are not really going your way, you get in this, like, really negative mindset of being like, oh, why are all these people, like, doing something that I want to do, but I'm not doing that? And then I have to stop and think, no, Julia, they worked for it. They put in the work for so many years, and now they're collecting the fruits of their labor. If you want to be like them, if you want to have the life that you want, you have to put in the work. And so that's what I've been focusing on now, like putting in the work and doing the things that are going to get me to where I want to be instead of just wishing I was there, which kind of is like with the the whole, look at that, nice segue, manifestation, (laughs) because I feel like with like manifesting things, I feel like people are always like, 
oh, I want, I want this house, I want this car, I want this body, I want this mindset, but they don't actually do the work in order to get it. They just sit and expect it to come to them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at least for me, I've noticed that whenever I'm manifesting something, I, yes, I have to like picture it and act as if I already have it, but I also have to like match the vibration of what I want. So if I want to be someone that if I want my podcast to grow, I can't just sit here and not post anything and then expect it to grow. Yeah, I have I, to, I, I already have it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I have all the tools. I just have to put in the work in order for it to come. I have to allow it to come to me. And so I wanted to know, like, because I, I know you post a lot about manifestation, and I wanted to know how did you, how were you introduced to that? How did you find out what it was, and how did you really start manifesting? How did I find find out about it? I'm trying to remember. I want to say social media. Okay. I've always been into journaling because, so I usually go to therapy. I guess I haven't gone, oh gosh, in like three months. Mm -hmm. But I used to go consistently to therapy. It was always super beneficial. But something that my therapist would advise me to do, but I was doing long before that, was journaling. And Mm -hmm. I feel like writing down things that you want or how your day went and just venting about stuff is super helpful, at least for myself. Mm -hmm. But I would, I would say I probably found out about manifestation on social media. And when I first started, I was doing it wrong. So I was doing that. I want X, Y, Z. I want X, Y, Z. And instead of saying I have, Mm -hmm. or I attract or using, you know, the the proper verbiage, Mm -hmm. um, I was doing it a little bit incorrectly and I wasn't putting myself in that mindset of like, I already have this. Mm -hmm. And this is how it feels now that I already have this. Right. Um, so it took a lot of research probably I would say to, to understand you know, and fix what I was doing that was wrong. Mm-hmm. But to be fully transparent, not that I don't believe in it by any means. I just feel like when you manifest and when you have a routine of writing down every day, like your goals, the things that you want to achieve or the things that you have, right? Um, I feel like it's just such a nice reminder. And since you're writing it down every day and you are reminding yourself every single day, I feel like that therefore makes you subconsciously take steps towards that mm-hmm. goal anyway. So whether you're trying to or not, if you're constantly saying that I'm, I'm going to post on Instagram every single day, or I'm going to have X amount of followers, whatever it is that you want, I'll have this, like, this is my dream apartment that I'm living in right now. Mm-hmm. The more that you write down, the more you're going to push towards that goal. So for me, I like my manifestations because I want to put it out in the universe. And if something else can help me get there, by all means, step right in. But also, you know, it is a good reminder and it keeps top of mind the things that I deserve in life, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and the things that are achievable that, that hopefully one day I'm going to have. So that's, that's probably what I love about it. It's kind of like a two edged sword with manifestation. Yeah. Cause it's also like the whole fake it till you make it in a way, like feeling like you already have it, even though that's not your reality right now, you kind of have to like trick your brain into being like, no, I already have all these things. Because if you're like, I want, I want, I want, you're telling the universe, I don't have it. So you're chasing it you're chasing it Mm -hmm. and the whole thing with manifestation is i don't chase i attract and so how can you attract Mm -hmm. something if you're chasing it if you're chasing it it means you don't have it you're never gonna have it and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's what go ahead oh i was just gonna say there's this tiktok account i came across and i cannot think of the name right now but you're saying i mean i think a lot of the manifestation accounts say similar stuff Mm -hmm. but this one lady, she, she speaks about what you just talked about, but mm-hmm. she posts a lot to these like really powerful sounds where she will guide you through 
like a manifestation or what she calls quantum jumping, but I haven't been able to quantum jump. We were super cool to be able to do it. It just hasn't worked for me, but Mm -hmm. she'll post a sound and she'll tell you like when the beat drops, like keep your hand on your heart and visualize your dream. I've seen those. I've seen those. Yeah. And I really like it because something about it, like I was actually a music major in college. I'm a musician. I love music. I think it's like a universal language Mm -hmm. and I love it because like something about the music being in tune with what you are manifesting Mm -hmm. or attracting makes it so much more powerful. And you'll sit there and like feel energy and you're like, Oh my gosh. And your eyes are closed Mm -hmm. and you're visualizing yourself in that place. And I feel like that also is a really good form of manifestation aside from just writing it down and, you know, speaking it into existence. You know what I've noticed too? Like there's like certain songs that are like positive affirmations, right? But I feel like I've noticed that, like, other songs that, like, the lyrics are, like, okay, this is going to be really random. But, you know, the Bruno Mars and I think Anderson Peck is his name? Uh, There was a TikTok trend that goes, like, oh, not to be dramatic, but I want to die. That one? Yeah, yeah. I was repeating that in my head over and over and over and over and over again. And then I stopped myself and I was, like, dude, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I don't know if um if that, like impacts your vibration at all like in any way by like whatever you keep repeating even if you're not like that aware of it but whenever I notice that I'm doing that I switch it to you know that song that goes I am woman the I am woman song oh I switch it to that one and then I'm like you know what Mm. and then I just sing that over and over and over again in my head and I'm like this this you can be repeating non-stop but the other one I want to die no don't do that No, okay. So I, I've seen a lot of TikToks of people saying that they don't listen to music anymore or sing along to music that has like negative words in it, yeah. you know, things that could be negative towards you. I personally don't do that, but I have seen a lot of that. I don't do that either because I just love music and like to work out, mm-hmm. there's like, especially to like work out, there's certain songs, like I can't just work out to like calm. I don't really like that. It doesn't really like pump me up so I need like you know like hip-hop rap stuff like that to like hype me up for my workouts and so but I feel like I'm aware enough of what I'm doing and what I'm thinking that I can just like switch and I can tell myself okay not this but this is fine like oh I got a tv message (laughs) it's 7 p.m over here wait no I'm not working it's 7 p.m um but yeah and it's like I feel like also like the things that we tell ourselves like over and over and over and over again in our brain that we don't even realize can kind of block our manifestations from coming because even even sometimes being like something happens and you're like oh my gosh I'm so stupid I'm so dumb of course this is happening like just having this idea of like okay bad things are happening to me like of course this is happening to me because bad things happen and so I feel like whenever you're trapped in that, that's all you keep attracting. But whenever you switch to like, even with music, like whenever I'm listening to like positive music, positive affirmations, I just feel so much better. But but I, I don't think I'm ready to like give up music. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be ready to like give it up. I don't know. I feel like if you're... Yeah, like I feel like if you're like aware enough to like know the difference and and stop yourself from spiraling into 
I just feel like with everything in life, you just have to be aware enough of what it's doing to you, how it's affecting you, and how to stop it and how to change it. Because I feel like yeah. everything could be good and bad. You just have to know the difference for as it relates to you. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, if, if you follow all of this to a T of only positive things that are around you yeah. and everything, you're going to spend a lot of time in your day trying to figure out how to make that work and yeah. avoid anything else. So, yeah, and that just goes back to my favorite thing, everything in moderation. Yep. Do everything as best as you can, but don't don't kill yourself over it, you know? you you, you got to not burn yourself out as much as possible and focus on and control what you can. Exactly, because you're not going to have a life full of, like, favorable experiences all the time. But it's good to know the difference. It's good to know that things are happening for you and not to you. And, and what I do is like whenever something, unf- I don't like to call things good or bad. I like to call them favorable and unfavorable. Um, and so whenever something unfavorable happens to me, I'm like, okay, what is the lesson that this is trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? Instead of being like, oh my God, I hate my life. Why does this always happen? Like Instead of like playing the victim so much. And, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not that I don't give myself a pity party. I do, absolutely. I cry about it. I throw a fit, but there's a limit. I'm like, okay, you have 10 mm-hmm. minutes to literally cry about it, scream, do whatever you want, be a little baby, like, do whatever you want for 10 minutes. And then after that, fix it. After that, just I have let it go. Yes, I so I, I think it's not called the 10 minute rule. I feel like oh, I've seen I, I, something I, online about they, where they say like, feel what you need to feel, but do not let it ruin your day. Yeah. And for me, like I'm in sales, it is a very stressful job. Lots of things will go wrong. I will have very painful conversations and, you know, things that'll really hurt me. And mm-hmm. when, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I cried about work this week, but you feel what you need to feel and like mm-hmm. things will be really tough, but I always try and, you know, get out of that mindset, like you said, switch around and know that what's happened is in the past. I can only do what I can do to fix the situation. Um, and something, my boyfriend's in the other room, I wonder if he'll hear this, but um, I have this thing called life bloopers. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever talked about this on my platforms. And whenever, you know, when you're just having a day where like every little thing goes wrong, like you'll stub your yeah. toe and then you'll break a nail yeah. and then you'll get a flat tire, whatever, for some reason, whenever those things repetitively happen to Casey, my boyfriend, or to me, I like start to find them humorous. Cause I just, I literally start having like laughing fits and I'm just like, this is freaking funny. Like it's, it's irritating, but like I try and find like the little joy in things, I yeah. guess. And I'm not explaining this very well, but he always makes fun of me. He's just like, why are you laughing? Like, oh, this is frustrating. I'm like, because honestly, it's just hilarious how many things are going wrong. And it's honestly making me laugh. And I love this. Like it's putting a nice light, happy, switch on the situation um but I always try and take more of like a lighthearted approach to stuff now because you can let things get to you a lot and I think it's important to feel a lot of emotions but once it's over just brush it off and be like if more happens to me today I'm just gonna say fuck it yep and rush it off because it is what I'm it having is. one of those you know yeah like it just is what it is like I like to to also say like feel your feelings but don't become them like yes. know the difference because you're always in control don't let your feelings mm-hmm. take control over anything that's happening because you're in control you can tell yourself how to feel even though it doesn't feel like it but just like with everything mm-hmm. it takes practice yeah. um and then I, go ahead oh I, I was just agreeing with you 
Yeah, and the last things I wanted to touch on. So I saw your post on New Year's resolutions. And one of them was you were saying how you want to, like, isolate yourself less. And so I, okay, so I just moved to a whole different state where I don't really know anyone like that. And so I've noticed that I've been just staying in the house. Even even the people that I do know where I'm at, I don't really make a point or an effort to hang out with anyone. And it's not that. I'm I feel lonely but I because I enjoy my alone time but I also feel like sometimes you need human interaction so how like how has that been for you like realizing okay I need to stop isolating myself I need to like be more social I need to literally go outside yep yeah so I would say ever since the quarantine initially happened so I used to be an extrovert. I went to like one of the biggest party schools in California. Mm-hmm. I loved going out. I loved being around people. And I have like slowly transitioned into a full blown introvert. Like I literally would rather be alone than do anything. Mm-hmm. But I have to say since the quarantine, I have obviously isolated myself because it was important. Yeah. But also even when I had opportunities to do it safely, I was occupied with my Instagram and I was mm-hmm. occupied with my work. And I just became such a busybody and made myself busier than I was, which don't get me wrong. I still don't think there's enough hours in the day to get stuff done, but I was overdoing it to a point where I was like, I just don't have time for anything. I can't see anyone. I'd rather sit on my phone. I'd rather just hang out by myself because it wasn't draining my energy, you know, and it did get to the point where we hadn't seen people for so long that when I did see people, I was like, I literally am socially drained after 20 minutes yeah. of talking to somebody, you know? Um, and so we had moved down to San Diego and I didn't know that many people there and I did self-isolate for a bit. Um, and then I just put myself out of my comfort zone. I was like, I'm going to get to know my neighbors. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to the gym and try and find somebody that I can know there. I'm going to use the very few connections that I have here of friends to make more friends. Mm-hmm. And I was doing well for a bit. And then I got back to myself isolating and I was like, oh, I'm going to start a YouTube. And instead of going out on the weekends and or seeing anybody, I'm just going to film a YouTube video. And I still have been doing that even once we moved back here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I made it a new year's resolution is my boyfriend will turn to me on a Thursday or Friday and say, Hey, what are your plans for the weekend? I'll be like, I didn't reach out to a soul. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Even when people do reach out to me, I'm just like, like we can't hang out but like all my friends are an hour away and I'm like that just sounds so exhausting yeah. and I'll want to say no because I'm like I'd rather just stay home you know but I think a very important part of being a human is your community like mm-hmm. you know those blue zones in the world one of the number it's like the people that have lived the longest pretty much their communities mm-hmm. um one of the biggest reasons or, or core values of theirs is their community and seeing people often. And that actually helps you lead to a longer life because it it helps with your mental health. And I think it really keeps you going, keeps you active. So that's why one of my New Year's resolutions is to stop isolating because although I'm really busy and there's a lot that I have to do and it would probably be beneficial for my work and for my social media to stay in and work on everything, Mm -hmm. for my mental health, I need to get the F out of my house and I need to see some other people. I need to go on some walks and I need to take a breather for a little bit. Um, Because if I don't, I think that's going to just drain me as a whole person and I'm not going to be able to do this much longer. So, yeah. Because even for me, I've noticed that like there could be weeks where the only time I go outside is to go grocery shopping. 
and I'm like, okay, like that, like yeah, okay, that's that's fun because grocery shopping is fun for me, but like I literally need outside air at this point. Like it's gotten so bad that I'm like, I literally need to like get outside even if it's for like five seconds. I can't just sit in my house for a whole week by myself doing nothing. Like it's not that I don't enjoy it, but it's also like that's not really. I don't know. I don't know if that's really healthy. <laughs> it's honestly not. And that's the thing is, and I've been guilty of this, is I was only going outside when I was walking to my car to mm-hmm. go to the gym and walking back or going grocery shopping. And it's just, it's super unhealthy because most of us are working from home. That means that you are leading a mostly sedentary lifestyle mm-hmm. aside from walking to your car. Did and it. that's not good. That's not good for your heart. That's not good for your mental health. Like you need to get some more movement in. So it, that's been another goal of mine is to get outside more. Mm-hmm just in general, like going on walks by myself and stuff. Um, because that's just super, super important for you. And I just, I don't think enough people are doing it because what we're talking about with the isolating, I think a lot of people are doing that too. Yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully whoever's listening is going to, is going to get some, some exciting new new year's resolutions to add to their list. But yeah, it's super important physically and mentally. And I, I, I also saw that you posted about codependency and, like you said, you realize that you're very codependent and honestly, same. Cause I feel like, especially, especially like in the beginning of my relationship, I was just like, so like reliant on my boyfriend that like, I kind of forgot everyone else and even like myself in a way too. And so, yeah. When was that realization for you and what exactly are you doing or trying to do to like get better at it? That is such a good question. So I realized this when we moved to San Diego, because what Mm -hmm. happened is I was there full time because I work remote. Mm -hmm. I was working from home, but my boyfriend, he was still commuting and working in person for four days in Northern California, then flying for four days down to Southern California, back and back and back and back over and over. So I spent over 50% of our time in San Diego for seven months by myself Mm -hmm. and living by myself, which I've never done before. So it was at that moment because I've always been like this. I've I've always relied on my family a lot. We're super tight knit. And when I was in college, for example, me and my roommates, I would never go to the grocery store without somebody. Mm -hmm. Like I had to do it with somebody else or it gave me anxiety. I couldn't go shopping without anyone else. And yeah, I remember when I went to San Diego, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I had to go to the gym by myself. I did do literally everything for over half the time by myself. So it was a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. And my therapist was the first person that pointed it out. She was like, you, first of all, don't feel comfortable doing things on your own without somebody else, which means you are not comfortable in your own presence, mm-hmm. which is one thing. One of my best friends, Julia, she has this quote that she loves and it's, and it says, be your own best company. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you have to learn to love your relationship. I can't talk. You have to learn to love your relationship with yourself because you're the only person that is stuck with you forever that can't leave. Like it's a scary thought, but like you're always going to be with you. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a good relationship there. So I worked on mending that um, to be, feel more comfortable on my own. Um, and then I just got more comfortable going out and putting myself out there and trying to meet new people and trying to make relationships where I could. Um, because I, I got to the point where I noticed if Casey wasn't around, I didn't feel happy and I didn't want to do anything. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so I am literally taking all of my happiness only from somebody else and not finding it within myself. 
And if we ever got in like an argument or something, like my whole world was flipped. Yep. And like, I had nothing else that was making me happy. And I was just like, well, game over, everything's done, you know? So um, I think that the biggest thing is like finding that love for yourself again and, you know, finding the joy in spending time with yourself. I do think it can get a little bit dangerous because I think that is half of the reason why I've isolated so much. Me too. I'm like, oh, I so I, I can make myself laugh, you know? Um, so I think, again, everything in moderation. But um, yeah, it, it was tough though. It was a really tough journey and I'm still going through it, honestly. Because I feel like for so long, I depended so much on like, other people not just the boyfriend but like even friends too like I wouldn't go on a trip if it wasn't with a friend I say if I want to go to a restaurant I wouldn't go by myself I still haven't and that's uh, also something that I want to do more this year like go on more like dates with myself because there could be like fun things that I'd want to do but because I don't have someone to go with me I just won't go yeah and I want to like snap out of that yeah you know I was just with a friend the other day um, and she was saying how she takes herself out on dates to dinner and it, it reminded me, and my sister does this too, all the time too. Mm-hmm. And I always like, I remember, um, oh gosh, I guess this was three years ago when I first took myself to dinner and it actually was the one and only time, but this is a goal of mine is to do it more. But, um, I took myself out to dinner for the first time and it was very uncomfortable. I remember mm-hmm. sitting there, I was like, everyone is going to be looking at me and being like, why is that girl alone? Yeah. Like how weird. And I just like spent like a good like first half of it on my phone and I was just like I need to keep busy and look like I have something to do yeah and then I just kind of realized like why do I care what Mm -hmm. these other people think and I ended up having a great time I got a couple glasses of wine I got a great pasta dish and I remember I left that dinner date with myself feeling so good and I, I strongly believe that it's something you need to do is it's good to be alone in your own home and in your comfort zone but putting yourself out of your comfort zone and still treating yourself and showing yourself that you can have fun on your own outside too, mm-hmm. that's crucial. Super important. Yeah, that's something that I've never done that. Like, I'll go to, like, Panera, and but I'll go there to do work, not to just hang yeah. out with myself. So it's like I'm being busy, just not in my house, somewhere else. But I've never, like, yeah. taken myself out on a date. And I'm, it's just very intimidating but I also want to yeah. try it because it's like you'll never get better at it if you don't practice it. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. like I just I do love my company and I've learned to like love my own company and love myself more because I feel like up until like last year, I had no relationship with myself. It was always like other people, other people, other people. And I was never comfortable just being alone and now that I'm getting more comfortable at that, I want to explore that a little bit more. Like, I want to take trips by myself. I don't want to have to, like, wait on people to want to go with me. Because, first of all, that never happens. Schedules almost <laughs> never line up. If you wait for your friends to, like, go on a trip, you're probably never going to go. Mm-hmm. And so I want to, like, do more things for myself. Because I've gotten really good at, like, self-care. But in the house. Mm-hmm. In the privacy of my own home never like out in public so that's just something interesting that I want to try out um but Mm -hmm. I think I think that was all that I had planned is there anything else that like you would want to say any advice you would want to give to like anyone about anything or Mm. I would say to always remember the quote treat yourself like someone you love Mm. that was one of my TikToks that did get out to a large audience and mm-hmm. I did not realize 
how many people needed to hear that and how many people hadn't heard it. So, because a lot of us can be really mean to ourselves. We're still going through a really tough time right now Mm -hmm. in the world. And it kind of goes along with being your own best company is if you aren't treating yourself like a loved one or your partner or a good friend, whatever it might be, if you're treating them yourself in a way that if you were treating them that way, that they would not be your friend any longer, mm-hmm. what are you doing? You know, exactly. your relationship again with yourself is the best one and the most important one. Um, so I would say that. And then the other thing is I get a ton of questions. This kind of ties to what we talked to earlier mm-hmm. about the judgment of having a page of any sorts um, or just putting yourself out there on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely say if you're ever feeling nervous, just do it Yeah. because you got one chance. And if it's something that brings you joy, what's the harm in just trying, you know, especially if it's something that's going to bring value to other people and help somebody else. Absolutely say, screw it and do it and put yourself out there and find the passion that you already feel inside and just start to share it with others because you will be very glad that you did. And even with that's that, I feel like a lot of people that like have, that are living their dream life right now, if you ask them something like, oh, what do you wish you would tell your younger self? It, it's always like, I wish I had started sooner. I wish I had started sooner. And so it's like, just start now. The time is now. Just do it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. At least you tried and you saw that it didn't work, but at least you tried it and you're not going to be like 50 and not 50, 50 is not that old. You're not going to be like 80 or 90 being like, oh my gosh, like what if I had done this? I wonder what would have happened. You know? Yeah, that's my thing is I, I don't want to look back on life with regrets. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, and I feel like that's kind of the beauty of things is, A, we have decades to go. So, like, yeah. there's not a huge rush to be at some certain point by a certain age. But I will say, starting something, like, I, I remember when I was thinking about starting my page, I was like, ooh, and I was going back <laughs> and forth for a little bit. And then I think I, like, wrote down on a list or something, like, the things that could go wrong. And it was so there's just minuscule stupid excuses and I just sat there and I was looking at the page and I was like okay this is demo making it like yeah it's just it's the the cons will never outweigh the pros of starting something like this and look at you now like you have you have just such a positive energy to you that you would have like robbed everyone of that if you had never started if you had never posted everything that you're doing (laughs) that's helping everyone wouldn't have happened yeah if you had just that is very yeah. And so I want to tell yeah. everyone listening to go, um, I'll put your Instagram in the show notes or description of the episode so they can go. You have really good workouts that it's the beginning of the year. I know everyone, me included, is like <laughs> on a health kick right now, wanting to just do it all, wanting to start their gym journey, their fitness journey. And so go check her out. She has a bunch of really 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 good workouts and really fun reels that you can watch she has she's an angel honestly i know i'm saying she but like you're right here it's weird (laughs) (laughs) like literally every time i see your face pop up i just i'm like okay i'm watching this one and so thank you for being who you are thank you for being part of this podcast and for being a guest um i also want to share that i will be doing a giveaway uh, this episode will go up on Sunday at 9 a.m. Um, and I'll be doing my first giveaway ever. And so tune in to the Instagram to get the details on that. And you can win really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you again. Um, this was fun. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate the person that you are. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep putting out the content that you're putting out. Because I can't... 
I'm pretty sure I can speak for a lot of people when I say it does make a difference because it's made a difference in me. Like I would have never worked out during my lunch break if I hadn't seen you do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. and you you are literally the sweetest human. I'm so happy you. that you your podcast is absolutely going to flourish. Thank Keep putting you. in the work, and we're going to help a lot of people because you're sharing some really important information. And, and I feel like you're so easy to relate to. Other people are really going to resonate with that. And this is going to absolutely flourish. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. Um, I'll message you sending you like more details about everything else. But yeah. thank you so much. Uh, I know your day's not over. So enjoy the rest of your work day and the rest of your week. And thank you. Yeah. You I'm too. excited to just keep watching you. <laughs> not in a creepy oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> well, right back. I'll, just, I'll have to look for the giveaway. I'll be talking to everyone. Okay. I love thank giveaways. you. Thank you. <laughs> but, oh, by the way, I have two cats, too, and they're sleeping in the room right now with me. I know you have two cats, and they're the cutest little things. <laughs> oh, dude, cats cats just bring so much joy to they life. They do. I, I don't know what I would do without them. They're, they can be kind I of crazy, them. but I love them. I wouldn't change anything about them, so. Oh, yeah. Mine can be very rude, but agreed. Yes. I have one sweet they're one and one rude one. She's rude to everyone else but me, so that's fine. That's fine by me. Fine. <laughs> if she loves me, yeah. Take it. Come on. <laughs> I know. I love that. But thank oh, you well, so it was much. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting yeah. you too. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day and week. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.